Welcome to the most recent episode of Rank Heresy. Today we have watched Loki. And by today I mean yesterday, but we are discussing it today. We have now watched the second episode of the Loki show on Disney Plus. And we have opinions. It was an episode. We're actually, we have been told that of the Disney Plus shows, it is by far, the Marvel ones especially, it is by far one of the most watchable, which is alarming. Not good. Mm. Yeah, it really makes me, <laughs> uh, I don't know. If anyone ever tells us we have to watch Captain and Winter Soldier, I think I just have to say no. I just, my soul will not allow it to happen. Yeah, uh, I sat through all four Defenders shows, and like it was just slowly, you know, a path of from, you know, fr from good to yeah to yeah, and oh, that wasn't even MCU bad. TV. That was when it was still a different studio. The TV is now, you know, all Disney, which is all MCU. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. God help us. All right, but yes, we watched episode two. So, what the hell happened in episode two? Yeah, well, we start off with Loki, who is now on his first mission with the TVA. Remember from last time, we got the Wooby pilot episode where he's very sad that Asgard and his timeline gets destroyed, his mother is killed, Odin dies, which I guess he's not as sad about, and then he decides <laughs> to become a time cop because he really has nothing else to do. Oh, but he is sad because he gets to see a clip from Ragnarok where he has a moment with Odin. Tom Hiddleston's oh. eyes look lovingly at the screen, you know, big, teary. Yeah, they, yeah. were, he... they were very shiny with tears. <laughs> <laughs> now he is on his first mission and they are investigating an agent who has gone missing. Loki remarks that this is obviously a trap. And he makes a speech about, because he's been brought in to, as he understands it, be their Loki expert, since it is a version of him that's doing this. So he explains how this obviously is how he, he would make a trap. They then find the agent dead, and much ado is made about how Loki ruined this mission, they lost an agent, this can't go on. Morbius, I am going to delete him. And Morbius just begs, no, no, give him another chance. If he fails again... I'll delete him myself. And you know, the Muffin and I are just left wondering like, what? Uh, yeah, I'm, I wonder, I'm still wondering if we missed something about this scene because he didn't do anything. He just talked for like a few seconds. They only had a few, they gave themselves 10 seconds to figure this shit out. And then they found a body in those 10 seconds. They go, Loki, you've ruined everything again. <laughs> it's it's so bizarre to watch. And you know, usually when something like that happens to me, I just assume that it's because I'm watching something in a foreign language that I must have missed some line or something. But when I'm watching, you know, the muffin would have caught it. Like we can't both have missed it. <laughs> well, the show insists we did. He done he done messed up. Yeah. Anyway, after that we get Loki trying to figure out because the variant is hiding somewhere and they don't know where, you know, all space and time. They should be able to pick up on where someone who's out of their time is because someone being out of their time creates a disruption. They're not picking up any disruptions. So they are dying with curiosity, you know. We gotta figure out where this kid is. And Loki figures it out over the course of this episode as he realizes that an apocalypse happening in some place means that nothing that happens before it will matter. For instance, if your house is about to blow up, then it doesn't matter if you place a table a bit to the right. It's still going to blow up. And this is groundbreaking news. So uh, with this new information... 
Oh, yeah. I was going to say, what's beautiful about that is that he has to point that out to them after 10 minutes of being in this agency, when these beings who have been created for the sole purpose of dealing with these sort of events do not realize this about the nature of time. Nope. They have to be told it. Nope. And it is also, we soon learn that an apocalypse can be something as little as a hurricane where people die. And I am left with the impression that all you gotta do is just hang out in an empty room or an open field. You can just do whatever you want because it won't influence the timeline. Yeah, it very much seems like a if the tree falls in the woods and no one hears it, it doesn't make a, t a sound in the time stream. So that is what they very say. odd that it has to be these events where people immediately die and we I... don't consider just being nowhere. But I will give Loki this. Loki would be a dramatic bitch who would yeah. pick a moment where people are dying. It's just that it seems, this, this seems to be exactly the three falls, that, 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 that seems to be exactly the logic we're dealing with here, which would mean that people should be able to hide, you know, regardless of whether they're Loki or not. The TVA, they should be very familiar with people hiding like this because all you got to do is avoid people or else go to people who are going to die shortly. Yep, it's just, yeah, it's, it's the kind that. of core, it's the kind of thing that sounds to me like the writers wrote themselves into a, a kind of corner. They needed Loki to figure this out. Wait a uh, minute. I have actually had a thought. How the hell did they catch Loki Loki? Because he disappeared unnoticed from the building with the Tesseract. Oh, wait, he appeared before random people. God damn it. Aim better, Loki. Had you appeared yeah. further in a field where no sure random heard... people were hanging out, you wouldn't have been caught. And I'm pretty sure we heard Sora go, Loki! Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep, Loki just had to time it better, and he would have gotten out. Mm -hmm. But yes, we are uh, left with uh, the impression that the writers wanted Loki to be clever and figure something out. And they were like, oh, we're so clever for having this um, uh, rule in place. And this will make, you know, this will give them something to research as they had to find some kind of disaster. And um, that would fit the general time frame they suspect the variant is hiding in. And then they just didn't really think about how this means all anyone has ever needed to do is just hide in an empty room. And if it was just so that apocalypses were the only hiding place, then I could see the TVA being so, you know, sure of themselves that they never realize. Except this is such an obvious trick that I just have to wonder what they've been doing this entire time. Uh, well, they were beings created by lizards who have no idea what the hell they're doing. Yeah. If it was a better show, I would expect the twist or what we learn as we go along is that they're very the old Republic Jedi, where they're filled with hubris and they're going to fall because of it. And they do not realize that there are things they are overlooking because they are so assured in their power. And also, well, it's pretty obvious to us both that they watched The Good Place and thought, hey, oh, we could yeah. do that. Only they missed all the things that made The Good Place good. Uh, yeah, Morbius is a very knockoff Michael who has <laughs> all of Michael's character uh, development without any of the reasons Michael had that character development, which makes it very strange to watch. I will say Owen Wilson's giving a great performance. He's great to watch on screen. He just makes no damn sense. Yes, and we have just Janets running around all over the place, only they are terrible Janets. But <laughs> so it would make sense that they Janets. never realized this, because if they're all, you know, Janets, to those who don't know, uh, Janet from The Good Place is 
a character who isn't really sentient. She becomes slowly sentient, but she just exists to um, be sort of a help desk. She isn't... Uh, she's like God, a personal assistant. Me. Yeah. Yeah, she's a personal assistant, and she's not really sentient, though, and she's made to help Michael... Uh, get the citizens what they need to keep the good place, which is the bad place, running, effectively. Yeah. Watch the show, it's much better. What they wanted to accomplish is not accomplished at all. Oh, that's here's what I was going to say. They, it would make sense that I never realized this if they were Janets, because they wouldn't have had the sentience required to think like this. So it would just be Loki entering this place where he is the only agent who is actually able to think creatively. But they want us to, to buy Morbius and the other agents. I only know Morbius's name. That they are, you know, very, very humanoid. They act pretty much exactly like modern humans. Oh, it's the MCU thing that annoys me the most. Every mm. alien culture is just humans. They are always humans. And these ones were made by what are supposed to be very alien godlike creatures, you know, who should be like Cthulhu deities. And they're human, again. And specifically, it, they Marvel. are American, very noticeably yeah. so American. Everyone's American and everyone is human. And God, Marvel does it every single time. And Just I am, I'm growing tired of it. Stop One it, example Marvel. of how incredibly human everyone is, is that... Loki tries to explain to Morbius that he is a fake person. You know, he was just created by space lizards. Obviously, you know, you're stupid. And then Morbius replies, um, well, specifically Loki says, how ridiculous isn't that to say that I was created by space lizards? I am totally a legit person. And then Morbius replies, well, you are a frost giant who was raised by Odin, the god of wisdom. How stupid isn't that? And then Loki just doesn't have anything to say because, yeah, that does kind of sound kind of stupid. And but it's not. Yeah, that's not how Loki would view it. His view of the gods is very different than even, you know, us modern Americans. Yeah, to him, that's just how the world is. Of course, he is the god of mischief. His brother is the god of thunder. Yeah, it's not but silly not for clicking. him to say this. Not at all. And what is Morbius's this... point here? Yeah, for Morbius to think this is silly, Morbius would have to be, you know, from Earth himself. And for Loki to say, oh, God, you got me. Loki would also have to be, you know, a modern Earthling. This, this entire is... conversation is just me staring at him like, guys, how, did you just forget where you're from? Like, who you are? Right. And yes, they well, did. Yeah, continuing the recap, um, they do find other Loki, to my shock, in an apocalypse because they managed to detective work and find them and we find out other Loki has temporary possessing people powers and Loki Loki has been nerfed. We will get into that shortly, but there's a kerfuffle and at the end of the episode, Loki and other Loki run off and Morbius mm -hmm. is sad. Sucks to be Morbius. Yeah, sucks to be Morbius. I will say also, we said it last episode, but it holds strong for this episode as well. Loki acts so much like Tony Stark. It is remarkable. We get at one point, he is explaining how his magic works and he uses earthly terms. He uses the word mole um, molecular. He uses uh, that he says that he is creating holograms. These are earthly science terms. We had a whole scene in Sword of the Dark World, nerds will remember, where Jane finds out that Asgard has all these mystical magic names for what's really just, you know, scientific phenomenon that happened on Earth as well. It's the exact same laws of physics. My point being, Loki should not be talking like an Earthling. And yet he is. 
And he is. And not just that, it was the scientific babble that was straight out of Avengers 2012. This series is a love letter to Avengers 2012. I have heard the word glorious purpose at least 10 times per episode. That was straight out of Tony's introduction as a character in Avengers where he comes on to the helicarrier and he says, scientific babble, McBabble, babble, babble. And Bruce Banner goes, babble, McBabble, science, babble, babble. And they chatted each other for two seconds and we, the audience, stare at them and go, wow. What nerds and laughter has had. It was exactly that. Yeah. And it is also worth noting that Loki trying to give his input. Now we're getting into the logic of the episode, which of course is barren. Loki is brought in for reasons that are not quite clear because we have Loki assuming that he is here to give in, in his insights on Loki because he is yeah, which is what else what yeah. I assumed he was here for you know what it's what the last episode left left us off with as Morbius said I need your help to catch this other Loki and if you cooperate with me I will not zap you and then we get Morbius telling Loki that that's it he is completely uninterested in what makes this Loki take because he's looking for a variant. Why would he be looking for this version that is already captured? He has no interest in what makes Loki tick. <laughs> and then in the very next scene, Loki explains what makes Loki tick and Morbius is like, oh yeah, yeah, this is clearing things up. Wow, yeah, thanks. You're hot I... and you're cold, you're yes and no, you're no, you're in <laughs> and you're out, you're up and you're down. Can't believe but you yeah. know the lyrics to that song. Still, like, oh, it haunted me for years. Oh, yeah, I was big I on Katy Perry in elementary. <laughs> oh man, that shows I am like uh, a few years older than you. It was later <laughs> for me. The other beautiful thing is that every, every character insists to Loki that the other Loki is a better, smarter, more powerful version of himself. And we don't know that. We just know the other Loki hasn't gotten caught doesn't necessarily mean it's a better Loki. It just means circumstances are different. Except, <laughs> except that we see when Loki was captured in the pilot episode, he is just nerfed, you know? They just oh, get him like he's nothing. Heck? And then in the first, like, two minutes of this episode, we see uh, the variant overpower the TVA agents. And it's just so easy for this variant, like, just kicking those guys around, or, like, the red shirts that they are. God, so, and... Loki is losing fist fights to humans in this episode. Yeah. He forgets he has magic. Uh, they enter the apocalypse now zone. He could have had an illusion at any point there, sent the illusion off to wander about with the agents watching him. They never would have noticed. We mm -hmm. know he can use magic because he dried himself. But for some reason, he's walking around in person, gets the shit kicked out of him in person while his doppelganger either doesn't have this ability or is limited to this possession for the moment just kicks the shit out of him because he can't remember he can do illusions after this whole babble of how he can do illusions i know it was just remarkable and we have i i am genuinely suspicious that they forgot that he has different biology that he is you know stronger more invulnerable than humans i genuinely think they forgot or, or else just said we're scrapping that well in the right i suspect room. they wanted a fight scene but yes i also suspect they forgot or else it was inconvenient but either way the guy suffers from some of the worst villain decay i have ever seen except they're doing it to their protagonist who we're stuck with for the rest of the show it is so 
it's beautifully obvious that they you know they were just given you know a show and you're making the protagonist loki here is the plot of the show they're like oh okay <laughs> oh man you give them more credit i think they came up with the plot of the show i think they were just given loki and told to go nuts and there was, I don't want to write about Loki. I no, but write it's about very, the, the, the MCU is, you know, it's oh, all interconnected. True. So it's very clear that they have, you know, this is the show where we learn about the TVA because we have, you know, a multiverse and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so sure it's from we the do need, I'm, I am absolutely sure that they were given, you know, very strict outline for what this show was going to be and fit Loki into it, guys. Fit him in somewhere with the TVA. Yeah, so we just... Uh, well, they are writing Tony Stark or another, you know, scientific-minded nerd type, not actually that intelligent. It's the kind of character we are constantly told is super intelligent, but gosh, he is not proving it. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing, but the other thing that I'm still confused about is how taking Loki out of his time stream to punish him for taking him out himself out of his time stream makes any amount of sense and his punishment of being deleted from all time somehow fixed the time stream where he was very important to murder a lot of people. I know. Um, we, we now are looking at Sword of Dark World and Sword of Ragnarok both happening without him. And those are now quite different films. Those will unfold very differently. Yeah, so I'm not what sure where the logic of this... Here, TVA? Yeah, they've kind of uh, ruined their own thing here by uh, just ejecting him from the universe to chastise him for ejecting himself from the universe. Yeah, and like, they could have just sent him right back to where he was captured. And there the, the, there would have been a tiny change, but he, you know, the greater alliance in fate would still have stayed the same. He would just yeah. have been a little uh, startled by these random guys who showed up and arrested him. And I'm still loving, oh, it's okay when the Avengers do it, but not you, Loki. You weren't supposed to use the cube. And I just, I, I like how it seems that they haven't really decided, it seems, whether people have to be in the know, like, because they're all about how, oh, people don't actually have free will. They're all only ever acting according to the sacred timeline. And we get Loki very much acting within... Well, he, he, I'm, I'm trying to say that he's not meta. When he um, deviated from his timeline, he was just responding to the world around him. He did, yeah, he did it, not know there was a timeline. In other words, was, he did not have the free will to deviate with. He should have been within the timeline because it was an event that occurred and then he was reacting in place to it. The variant was the Tesseract traveling through time when it was not meant to. Or, mm -hmm. well, actually, yeah, Captain traveling through time, trying to get it, knocking it into his hands. There we go. He was just a domino in the long chain of dominoes there. He was not the start of that or what I would classify as a variant. I am left wondering why we didn't just have one of the variants pull him out forcibly of his own timeline. Yeah, that would have been a better show, starting with Time Cop Loki, who we discover is there later for reasons, would have been a better show. And for some reason, he has to interact with the canon version we know. Yeah, there's a lot that would have made this already a better show. And another yeah. thing that I would have liked a better show to get into, but I don't trust this show at all to do it because so far it is quite dumb, is that Loki in the TV... PA is in now in the only position that matters. He is suddenly he suddenly has free will. 
where he never did before, supposedly, because he exists outside the bounds of space-time. So that is, you know, the most effective, best place he can possibly be and should trigger some sort of, uh, you know, existential crisis of he is free now in a way that no one else ever will be and he will never be elsewhere and he's stuck in this bureaucratic chamber while doing it well, but also, uh, they never realize that also worth mentioning that what even is free will because if you are acting everyone in the who is still in the timeline they are doing whatever they want whatever makes sense for them to do and that is exactly what you're doing when you step outside of time and space this does not change how does free will even matter? Like all that's, that's changed is the knowledge and the fact that someone else says that now you have free will or else you don't. Interesting questions could be raised here. And but it won't we're do just it. skipping right past that. We're just getting gimmicky lines about free will that aren't going to go any deeper, which frankly, when, when I am reminded of supernatural, you know it's bad. <laughs> yeah, free will and a lot of lines about glorious purpose. If I hear about glorious purpose one more time, I am going to be quite upset. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do we have anything else? I feel I, like we kind of did everything. Yeah, I can see we have this list of bullet points and I can see just one is that the, the TVA is so incredibly... No, wait, we already said that, that they're so incredibly yeah. Eurocentric. <laughs> yeah, we did that. I think we did everything. Uh, yeah. We will give it this. It was not as bad as the pilot episode. It was not shoving character development down our throat that didn't really sense and move too rapidly in order to get where it needed to go. It had more solid footing by the time of the chapter. Chapter episode start of like, okay, Loki is now on this mission. He's minorly cooperative, but he probably plans to take over the TVA, which shocks no one at all except he's being extremely cooperative, but whatever. The point is, it was a better episode than the last one. Yes, and well, I suppose with adaptions, you always have to just try to judge the adaption by its own merit and not look at the at source material, which is really how we should be looking at this, uh, or as a spin-off. Adaption is the wrong word. Well, I mean, it's still not good with that. It's exactly, still... exactly. <laughs> has flaws in its own internal logic that they've brought into this show. Morbi oh, this is what I wanted to talk about. Morbius himself is a very strange character. Of Again, he's Michael, but without the character development to get us to Michael of the good place. We end up in this apocalypse. He chastises the TVA agents for being so cruel to these people who are about to die. And they tell him, why do you care they're about to die? Which is very in line with what we've seen of the TVA. They don't care about murder, about rape, or any terrible thing that happens, what they care about, the only thing they care about is when the, these time variances occur. That is it. They don't care about anything else. They do not have sentient moral standards because this is their one job. So Morbius expressing concern about this is very strange of him, especially, you know, that he has been doing this job forever. He has this weird magazine of jet skis at his desk to remind him why he's doing this job, even though he was created to do this job. So either I expect a backdrop episode to explain what the hell is going on with him and why he's deviating from there his role. There are six role. episodes, and I but don't think they episodes. even... They have given all of the agents personalities. I don't think they realized that they made him the Castiel or the Michael of the show. 
No, I don't think they have either. They, yeah, it's just, it's very strange. And I'm thinking God. not oh. enough thought went into that. And now I'm just thinking that, frankly, they should not have Loki at all. It should just be the show about Morbius. Yeah, it should be. He's the better character. Yeah. You know what? It would be a better character if he was the main character. And for some reason, he has to go into the canon timeline to deal with Loki. Then they would be forced to explain why they're pulling him out of the timeline. Here, it's just, we're pulling him out because we need a show. We need our protagonist. We need Yoink. your money. <laughs> Come, Loki's resistance. Come oh. to us. In case people don't know what Loki's resistance is, uh, Loki's resistance is the people who decided that Loki is actually the victim in the Thor and Avengers and sort of the Dark World movies and how Thor is a bully, Odin is evil. We all have to defend this poor victim of just abuse and all things terrible. You will find a lot of fanfiction, quite a bit of it tagged Loki's resistance and a lot of posts if you know where to look on Tumblr. It is a complete trip. And they were basically the proto Kylo Ren's. God, they were. They were the proto Kylo Ren's. Oh, that is another thing I don't want to talk about. Let's not talk about the sequels. <laughs> let's be done. Yep, let's be done with this episode. I am now going to pull out their old Torgrim, which we also don't know what he is, is us blowing up our patrons in, ex in, in, in exchange for money. They actually pay us for this. They seem they to be really great excited. Honor. All yeah. right. Drum roll, please. I can't roll my tongue enough. <laughs> All right. I, I, I wanted to, 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 to hear you try. Targaryen blows up Liz. Hooray! Oh, Liz, you got blown up. I'm so sorry. But, yeah, hey, you're you. famous. Yeah. Got brought up on one of our episodes. Star Trek. God, I can't believe we have four of these to go. We better finish before season two because I am oh. not watching season two. I can't do that. Yeah, I can't. Uh, they will just be, you know, I don't know. I'll just put my cats on a microphone and then make them vomit. And you can just listen to cat vomiting noises. I don't know. I absolutely <laughs> refuse. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow. Meow, 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 meow. I, I am sure that's what our babbling sounds like to a portion of the population. At the very least, it's what it sounds like to my cats. <laughs> meow, meow, meow. All right. In case we don't see you again, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.